Should I break up with my boss? Did you see this one coming? In keeping with our Valentine series, should I break up? Let's dare to ask ourselves: Should I break up with my boss? I'm your host, Joy Ryan of Joy at Large. I host this podcast channel, the Unlimited series, to bring you tools of the facilitation trade to difficult dilemmas we face at work and home. If you've heard our first episode, we're on the scene with a tool called Process Communication Model. It's a personality slash communication slash conflict Swiss Army knife used by NASA, Bill Clinton, Pixar, etc., etc., researched by Dr. Taby Collar. We exposed the false beliefs in our previous episode. Should I break up with my partner? Today, let's bring PCM to a question we've all faced at some point in our lives: Should I break up with my boss? One unique thing about this pandemic is the blanket of stress we're all facing at the same time. I'm a nerd, so I'm going to use this analogy. It's like COVID has put the whole world into this microwave, and all the people-shaped molecules are jittering and vibrating at a higher frequency, all together at the same time. Think about it. It used to be that someone was having a bad time and bringing that stress to the work environment. Today, we're arriving at our screens, and every single person is enduring the same stress of a lockdown, albeit in very different ways. Which begs the question: Should I break up with my boss? I once had a boss who stormed into the office, heels clicking under her weight and temper. She was angry. She was angry that someone had started a meeting without her because a client had arrived early. She threw her coat on her assistant's desk, narrowly missing her assistant, and entered the meeting room smiling. She belittled her team in front of her client, saying, "I pay for everyone's salaries here." And when the meeting was over, she kept my colleague in the room to give him an earful. There was once I had a similar treatment. I booked a flight that arrived the morning of work and wanted to come into work anyway. She stamped towards the meeting room and clicked her fingers at me to follow her. I was in my early twenties, and I remember wondering, "What is this all about?" She slammed the door closed behind us and then cornered me and demanded to know why I was coming into work the morning of my arrival. She was in her late forties, and I think she thought I wasn't going to survive the day after a long flight. But I think I felt my heart stop. And though I was at least a head taller than her, she struck such an imposing figure that she seemed so much larger in that moment. But this isn't half as bad as an ex-colleague of mine who was pulling. Crazy hours consistently for months, while getting sexually harassed by her boss. She had a great work ethic and a high tolerance for pain, and she endured the physical toll of her grueling schedule and psychological wearing for months. She ended up losing her eyesight temporarily, suffered from crippling headaches that left her bedridden, and had a few fainting spells at work. But got back up each time she felt well enough to work. And there isn't enough podcasting servers in the world that will contain all the horror stories people have experienced with their bosses. The question we don't ask until it's too late is, should I break up with my boss? Here's the PCM angle. There are three levels of distress, one that follows the other. In everyday words, the way we experience unhealthy emotions appears in three ways. Each level is worse than the next. 
The last level appears as depression in several ways. Sometimes it's extreme antisocial behavior, extreme victimization, extreme paranoia, extreme passive aggressiveness, extreme escapism. Usually people have an instinct to protect themselves and leave their jobs or get fired before they stay too long in the third and most severe level of distress. Should I break up with my boss? Is less a question about how horrible your boss is and more about how this stress is showing up for you. There are a few different ways in PCM that the second level of distress shows up. See if you can identify if you're experiencing any one of these. Are you overworking and burnt out? Are you making more mistakes at work, getting criticized for it, seeing the people you love leave you, can't seem to take responsibility for yourself anymore? Are you manipulating others? Are you becoming more detached from reality, escaping through fantasies or becoming a recluse? In PCM, the stress is observable, sequential and predictable which means we can see it, one level follows the next, and we know what will happen next before it happens. In the stress of that job, I spaced out. In the stress of her job, my ex-colleague worked even harder. Each of us has our own coping mechanism, and we need to work. So what's wrong with living in second level distress? Some say, that's everyone I know who works hard. Something's gotta give. And you're right, it is our choice. You choose what you want to feel, think, and do with your work and life all the time. Enduring a difficult boss is a choice. Let's circle back to the PCM rule of distress. What comes after the second? The third level. In second level distress, we fail to think clearly, like overworking and being less productive because of it, failing to communicate clearly, Instead of telling someone you're feeling sad, you start attacking them. And in the third level is the state of ambivalence. It's what's the point anyway? And this is a state of depression that takes professional help to work on. A friend who left her job after a year of toxic bosses, yes, plural, who constantly belittled her and her work, is another year into still finding herself again, and the process has unearthed other traumas that compound to her road of feeling empowered, free of anxiety, confident, and clear-minded again. The price of living in second level and then third level distress is something that's hidden, not advertised. I mean, who wants to lose a hardworking employee who overworks when stressed? And what keeps us from developing a sense of self-awareness enough to realize that we're in an emotionally unhealthy state? It's the same distress that clouds our ability to think clearly about our situation and invites us to feed ourselves false beliefs that there is no other way when the reality is you have a choice. I won't forget the story a client of mine shared with me. This was about her very first job out of university. She was hired to be chief of staff for a very senior person at an MNC, which is a multinational corporation. Her experience is summarized in this instance. She was preparing for a shareholders meeting. Her boss arrives at the venue that she's arranged at the very end of the workday. And there was something that he wasn't happy about. He told her to replace it and she was at a loss. 
Where was she going to find a replacement when all the businesses were closed for the day? He said, that's not my problem, fix it. And during her time there, she stopped talking to her friends, stopped eating, sleeping well, was at his beck and call every minute of every day. And this is very normal in Asian work culture. And I want to say normal for every intern entry level job. Living in second level distress is an institutionalized rites of passage into the working world. And there we continue to believe that this is the way the world works. We make substandard choices for ourselves, our loved ones, sacrifice our health, and erode how well we understand ourselves. When she handed in her notice, her boss threatened her. And today he continues to check in with her through other people, keeping tabs on her. Not in a way that's caring, but in a way that's monitoring her moves. It's eerie. But years later, she's worked on having a healthier balance with herself and work, and she, she knew it was time to break up with her boss. She gave herself a set amount of time to get something good on her CV before giving him an adios. Any longer would have prolonged her path to recovery. And so, should I break up with my boss? If you can see yourself in second level or even third level distress for an extended time, it may be time to say, boy, bye, or girl, or them. I'm quoting Beyonce. And that's today's PCM, Take on Bosses. What you've just heard is a simplified shorthand use of PCM on figuring out when enough is enough with a boss. PCM is short for Process Communication Model, and this episode was brought to you by a certified PCM trainer, Joy Ryan, that's me, of Joy at Large, which is a facilitation studio based in London. What we haven't talked about is abuse of power. The boss employee setup invites the game of politics, and to that, we echo the concept you'll hear in our previous episode about should I break up with my partner? If your boss is consciously, quote unquote, making you feel bad by manipulating, attacking, undermining, blaming, and all the glorious self-eroding tactics you can count up, then get out, break up. If it's unconscious, like they're stressed out and unconsciously taking it out in unhealthy and uncommunicative ways, there's room for growth if they are self-aware and willing. But in this episode, we turn the spotlight to you. Are you self-aware of how you're dealing with this stress? For example, I live with a partner who doesn't get phased easily by a bad boss or a bad colleague. I mean, water off a duck's back ought to be his middle name. He also has a solid sense of who he is and what he's about. So while everyone else is slacking about how stressed they are about their work, he feels the stress but contains the stress of work within 9 to 6 p.m. and then decompresses with me and his Xbox. Separately, of course. I hope this episode has helped you ask questions that matter. What are you showing right now? Is this sustainable? Are you aware of the consequences of the choice you make to stay or break up with your boss? We're here for more Should I Break Up mini-casts. Stay tuned and send in a request, a story, an idea you want us to talk about. Fill in this blank. Should I break up with... Until next time... Happy processing. This is Joy Ryan signing off.